Welcome to Auto Sausage, where we grind bits of automotive awesomeness into a brief but satisfying podcast about cars and stuff that is car-related. My name is Greg Stanley, and today we're going to try something a little bit different. First, I'm going to review a couple of places I was able to visit this week during my travels, and you can check out the Instagram handle at Auto Sausage to see some pictures, some cool places. And then second, I'm going to kick off the auction sausage game, so... A little bit more about that here shortly, but I think it'll be a lot of fun. So, and a lot of participation by my listeners here, and you can show us just how awesome you are at car stuff. So, to get started, I was able to visit two places up in the Canton, Ohio area this week. One of them is called Motor Car, let's see, Motor Car Classics in downtown Canton. It's actually in a historical hotel, which is really cool. And Bob, the owner, he's an awesome dude, really nice guy. Um, so what's cool is you go to this hotel and it's in the basement and it's only there for a little while because unfortunately the hotel was sold and now Bob's got to find a place to house his new car. So before you go to Canton to check this out, be sure to Google it so you can find out where he is going to be located in about three weeks. But when you go in there, he's got a lot of cool cars, uh, some pretty rare stuff. He has some cool stuff that you don't see that's, he's definitely on trend here. You see a lot of the early 70s mid 70s some of the large boats like the cadillacs and lincoln's and a lot of them are unrestored original low mile cars so one that was that was not there currently that i'm fascinated by was like a 1976 lincoln nothing special but it was a one-off paint code color of playboy pink so can you imagine a large pink lincoln i think from 1976 so it was offsite getting some work done should be there soon. It is on his website. Uh, another cool car he had there was a, I think it was a 1986 Omni GL, GHLS. So this is a true Shelby car, believe it or not. Shelby had a lot to do with it. It was very quick in the day, in the times, and it's still quick compared to today. And the GHL stood for Goes Like Hell because it was a fast car. And the S actually apparently stood for Some More. So it goes like hell some more because it was an even faster version. So he has one there. Pictures will be on Instagram. Uh, like I said, it's uh, I think it's asking 24 or 26 grand. Seems like a lot of money, but uh, definitely worthy investment for uh, for the future. The other place I was able to visit, and I ran through this place. I felt bad. I just had like 15 minutes. And so it was the Canton Auto Museum, and it was $7.50 to get in. And it had been it's been there since, uh, or for 41 years. So definitely check it out. They had some really cool stuff, ton of auto memorabilia. Think about that. Stuff that, that was new when this place opened is now classic. So really cool. I took a ton of pictures, like I said before. They had a lot of classics, some big boats. They had some muscle cars. They had uh, like this crazy big Pierce Arrow that was uh, just incredibly massive. So some really cool stuff there. I'll do a little bit more in depth on both of those places when I have a little bit more time and I'm not running around with my head cut off. <laughs> so... Like I said, the second thing I wanted to talk about was the auction sausage game. I might change the name, but that's where I am right now. So the idea here is, is I'm going to provide 10 cars uh, for the upcoming auction, whatever it may be. So today, this is a game just by myself because I'm the only one playing, but this is for uh, the upcoming Phoenix Mecham auction that's coming up next weekend. Uh, so what, what will happen in the future is I will print off a worksheet on learnfromothers.org. You can go to the Auto Sausage tab at that website, 
and I will have a worksheet that you could print off and it will have the next 10 cars. So I'm going to pick 10 cars from the next auction. The next auction we'll do will be the Mecham Houston auction. And they're not all Mecham. It just happens that that's the next auction on the calendar. So for the Mecham Houston auction, I will pull off 10 interesting cars that uh, I will solicit for you guys to uh, fill out your form. And on your form, you're going to guess what it's going to sell for. And you can just fax it back, email it, fax. You can email it back. You can scan it, take a picture, do whatever, and email it to me at greg at learnfromothers.org. And what I will do is I will compile everyone's answers. And then whoever it missed all 10 combined, uh, whoever missed it by the least amount of dollars, um, they will win uh, something. It won't be much. It might be a piece of candy. It might be a hearty handshake uh, or a call out on social media, on the podcast. So if you picture 10 cars, let's say you missed the first car. You, you said it's going to sell for hundred grand. It sold for 90 grand. So you you have 10 grand right now that you, you missed by. Well, let's say the next one, you missed it the opposite direction, 10 grand. So between those two cars, you're actually at zero. You're in a great spot because if you took those two cars, you might have missed the first one by 10 grand over. You missed the second one by 10 grand under. Well, between the two cars, you actually hit it right on. So I'm going to add up the totals for all 10 cars and whoever missed it by the least, that is who will win. And it'll be based on what it actually sold for. So if you say it's going to sell for 50 grand and it actually sold for 55 grand, you're only off by five grand. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. So as an example, and we'll find out how I do on this one. I'm going to review actually 11 cars uh, for this one coming up. So the first one is actually happening tonight at Amelia Island. And I put this on here because I find it fairly fascinating. It's a 1965 Shelby Competition Cobra. So if you go to the Amelia Island website, it is a white Cobra with a black hood, black wheels. And it was actually raced with that color scheme in 1965 or 66. So it was one of the very few uh, competition Cobras that had a winning history. And there's only 19 of these things. So they're very expensive. If you go to Hemmings, I mean Hemmings, if you go to Haggerty and you look up what one of these would cost, the base Shelby Cobra is about 1.5 to 1.6 million. This one, the auction estimate is 3 to 4 million. I think that's high. So in this example, I'm going to guess this thing sells for three. Uh, actually, I, th I think it'll sell for low in that range. So they say three to four million. I think it's going to sell for 3.2 million. So we will see what it actually sells for. There's a couple reasons why I think it's not going to sell for as much. One off, it's a right-hand drive car. So it has tremendous provenance, which is great. Uh, but it's a right-hand drive car. And a lot of folks don't like right-hand drive. If you're not used to doing it, you know, and you're going to race this thing, you have to learn a lot. You have to learn how to shift with your left hand. And I didn't think the color combination was that pretty. I know that sounds shallow, but it's just the way it is. And that is uh, what was raced with in period, which is great. And the third reason I think um, it's going to go for 3.2 is I do know there is another one of these cars, a brilliant blue color up at the, uh, now I'm going to forget it. It's like near Providence, Rhode Island. There's a, a car, oh, Newport. Newport, Rhode Island, I believe. The Newport Car Museum, amazing car museum. It's actually a private collection. They have a Shelby room, and in that Shelby room, there's a blue one. And that blue one, they I think he bought it for $2.5 million. He's been offered $5 million for it, but that is a spectacular blue one. Actually, I'm kind of arguing against myself right here. I'm going to stick with the 3.2 on this car. So we'll see how that shakes out. I'll do the recap on next week's podcast. So the next 10 I'm going to cover 
These are all from the Mecham Phoenix auction coming up next week. I'll try to keep this quick. I'm going to go over three Porsches real quick. The first one's a 1958 Porsche 356A Super Cabriolet. It's pretty cool. It's a four-speed car. It's red, red wheels. Uh, there, let's see. They do not have an estimate on this car, but this particular car, if you're looking at Haggerty, the the good uh, estimate to the concourse estimate on pricing is 164000 to 268000 uh, This car did not look like it was a total concourse car, so I'm going to put this one at the low range there. I'm going to say it's around $168,000 for that car. The next one is a 76 Porsche 930 Turbo Carrera. This is the iconic uh, Porsche that went to, I think, 1989, this particular body style. Haggerty says it will sell, or it's worth between $148K to $299,000. But if you look at the trends, uh, Porsches have been down lately, the past couple months. So I'm going to put this at the lower range of that. I'm not going to go as low as 148 for it being in good condition. I think it's in better condition than that. So I'm going to sell, say it sells for $180,000. The next one is the big dog, the Porsche 918 Spider 2015. This particular one's silver, and it only has 3,600 miles on it. It's listed as a main attraction for uh, Mecham, meaning it's probably a Saturday night auction, if I had to guess. Uh, Haggerty says it's uh, it's worth anywhere between 1.35 for good condition to 1.65, uh, and that's million dollars. Um, but if you've looked at these lately, they've all been shaken out around 1.4 to 1.5 to, for the uh, Weissach edition. This is not a Weissach edition. This is a quote unquote base 918. Uh, that edition adds about 100 grand to the price of the car. So. I'm going to say this one's going to sell for $1.45 million. We'll see. I don't think it'll go all the way up to the $1.6. And now we're going to go into three diff- or two different trucks. So trying to keep a, a lot of variety here. Everybody might know that I'm a big Mustang guy. I don't have any Mustangs on this today because I want to keep it a little diverse. So the first one we're going to look at is a 1973 Ford Bronco Strom-Strop. Baja Edition. So this is a 302 with an automatic. Uh, this one is very interesting. So for a Bronco, they're showing they go anywhere between 36k for good condition to $88,000 for concourse, but they have a very strong upward trend line. And this is a rare edition. So I'm going to go high on this. I'm actually going to make an adjustment as we're talking here. I think this thing's going to sell over a hundred grand. I'm going to guess. I'm going to say, as I get my pencil, higher pin, I'm going to say this thing's going to hit, I'll go with 109. So I'm making my adjustment here. That's a pretty strong, strong number there. The next one I'm actually absolutely in love with is this 1978 International Scout Custom. So this has a 345 cubic inch V8 automatic. If you look in the price guides, they go from 20K to 42,000 in concourse condition. And this is the one that has like a wild 70s, you know, orange and brown stripes. And it's got the uh, canvas doors you can pull out. Uh, So super cool, convertible. I'm in love with this car. So I'm going to say this is going to hit the high reserve at 42K. Uh, One recently sold in January. It was a number two condition. It sold for 39.5. So I'm thinking, you know, 42K is probably realistic. It's kind of following the trends of the Bronco. It's got a strong upwardly trend line. 
And now we're going to move to some classic muscle, a 1963 Chevy Corvette split window fuelie. Uh, this is a really cool car. Blue, dark blue with blue interior, four speed, 360 horsepower. This one, Haggerty says, would sell anywhere between 62 grand and 158 grand, depending on condition, but the trend line is slightly down to flat. Uh, I don't think it was a concourse. It's hard to tell from the pictures. So I'm going to say it's going to still sell strong. I'm going to put it at 145K. All right, now we're moving into the Exotica here. So the last three are all European. The first one's a 1989 Ferrari Testarossa. This one only has 4,500 miles on it. It was certified by Ferrari Classique. However you say that. Meaning basically it is what it is. It has the original engine. Ferrari says it is what it is. Uh, Haggerty prices them between $80,000 to $132,000. The trend line on these have been flat. They peaked about three years ago. Interestingly enough, uh, this one does have an auction estimate from Meekum. Meekum thinks it's going to sell between $150,000 and $170,000, which is really nuts. Um, I think it's going to be strong. I don't think it's going to hit their minimum of $150,000. Um, a couple of reasons why it's a cool blue cut co blue color that you don't see very often in Testarossa's. It has a blue interior as well, but it, the interior doesn't quite match the exterior in my mind. Um, it's a very low mile car, but there's a lot of low mile Testarossa's out there. So I don't think it'll hit the 150 minimum. Uh, I, I put 144 as my number on this car. So we will see when it's auctioned off next weekend. Uh, the next one is a 1973 Ferrari 365 GTB for Daytona. So think uh, Miami Vice car. That was a fake one. This one's a real one. Um, it won a Concourse Platinum Award, but it was like 1998, I think, like almost 20, 21 years ago. Uh, looks like a nice car. It's yellow, and Haggerty has these in the 700 grand to 800 grand uh, range. Their trend line is slightly down, so I'm going to say this one's going to hit the minimum at $700,000. And then our last one is a 2004 Maybach 57. If you're not familiar with this car, it was built by Mercedes, but they used the old Maybach name from the 1930s, which was like the next level up. And it's the ultimate in luxury. In luxury, um, the problem was is I they're just butt ugly. <laughs> they are just ugly. So uh, this particular one only has 19,000 miles on it. Uh, there was not a Haggerty price guide value for it. It's too new. Uh, the estimate in the auction house was ninety grand to one hundred and ten thousand dollars. I think that's really strong. I put seventy eight grand on it. I still think that's strong, but it is a very low miles example, and people love that Maybach name. So I'm going to go with seventy eight grand. It wouldn't surprise me if it was actually lower than that. So we will see when it is auctioned off. So like I said, I will recap how I did. And uh, I will post up on learnfromothers.org on the Auto Sausage tab the next 10 cars for Houston, Mecham Houston, which is April the 4th through the 6th. So we have a few weeks here. So jump online, print it off, fill out your numbers, and we'll see where it goes. Now, just to clarify, these numbers are all in, including the uh, auction fees and everything, which is what they typically post anyway. So it will be the public number that is posted after the auction is the one that will go by. So look forward to seeing what you all do out there, how good you are at cars and uh, evaluating them and watching the auctions. It'll make the auctions a little bit more exciting too. So that is it. Y'all have a good one. We'll talk to you next week.